Good afternoon. Welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guest today is Brad Shapoulis. He is the Baxter City Administrator. And Brad, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you, Tess. Great for our being here, and thank you for allowing me to return. Absolutely, and we've got some a number of things to talk about today. Yeah. Where would you like to start, Brad? Well, uh, obviously, in the fall, we'd like to talk about trees and things of that nature. Yep. Um, one of the larger assets that the city has in its park system is the Mississippi Overlook Park, which is down on the southern end along the Mississippi River. Okay. Uh, there's over 800 acres of property that the city owns in a natural state. Wow. Uh, with a little uh, canoe ramp, uh, things like that, right off the Mississippi, and some park be- or uh, picnic benches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uh, for people to enjoy the riverfront there. Uh, But what the city has done this fall is we've teamed up with the Great River Greening, uh, a nonprofit organization, as well as the Kerwin County Soil and Water Conservation District, in doing a Jack Pine Savannah restoration project, as well as uh, removal of buckthorn uh, within uh, 10 acres of the park. Uh, The 10 acres selected is adjacent to the Mississippi River and includes... uh, degrading um, jack pine savannas that is now being choked by thicker Ah, uh, jack pines. Uh, Mm -hmm. The project includes cutting a percentage of the jack pine trees this fall and winter and improving it back to a prairie um, understory environment with native plantings, Mm -hmm. spraying for uh, non-native species, and completing a control burn here in the spring. Oh, wow. Uh, There's a lot going on over there. Yeah, and in addition to that, uh, they're also removing the buckthorn in that general area, which is an invasive species. So uh, we're excited about that. We look at it as being good stewards of Mm -hmm. of the environment and and doing our part. Uh, But in in partnering with those two entities, we were able to secure funding through the state of Minnesota's uh, LCCMR Mm -hmm. uh, program, as well as um, the Environmental uh, and Natural Resources Trust Fund. Nice. So, yeah, so being good environmental <laughs> stewards and, and, and having people help us pay for that, which is, is great. Um, That's probably music to some people's ears. Exactly, <laughs> That's a good thing. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And for folks who aren't familiar, you said the park is kind of on the south side. Where do people have access to it if they're not or if they're new to the area or they're just not familiar with sure. it? Sure. Uh, most people are familiar with Baxter Elementary yep. there on on Jasper Wood. Mm-hmm. If you take Jasper Wood further south towards the towards the Mississippi River, okay. you'll see signs for the park. Mm-hmm. Um, park. Uh, it's about a mile walk from the parking area oh, down wow. to the Mississippi, mile, mile and a half okay. uh, to the riverfront. Nice little hike. All natural mm. um, chip trail. And really? So, yeah. <laughs> yep. So it's, it's, and it's, it's beautiful. If we, we tend to believe that we are on in swamp area or flat area Mm -hmm. but as you walk the terrain of mississippi overlook park you realize how hilly really this area truly is or parts of this area truly are yep interesting okay we'll take note that's one place we can go and uh poke around a little bit sounds fun um other things going on in the city of baxter i know you guys are working do i understand on some master planning when it comes to your parks Yes. Uh, we just recently entered into a contract with Widseth to help us or guide us uh, through a planning process for two particular components of our park system. Okay. The first one is 
Oscar Kostrofferson Park Master Plan, uh, we've contracted with them to do an update of the plan. Mm-hmm. It's about 15 years old. Uh, oh, wow. this, this is a plan that we utilize to make capital investments. May they be the ball fields, the pavilions, the playground. Mm-hmm. Um, and over the last several years, uh, we've removed some things because of condition, like yeah. the tennis courts and the basketball courts. Okay. Um, but we, we know that there needs to be capital investments there, and we're looking for feedback from the general public as to amenities that may not be provided in our parks oh. or are being under provi- you know, underutilized or, or um, don't have enough of in our parks, just mm-hmm. to, to try and get a feel as to what other recreational opportunities we can bring to the park. And we're just in the, as I indicated, we're just in the infancy stage there. Okay. Um, but you will be looking for ideas we, from the public. We, we definitely will be. So okay. we haven't we've we haven't set a date yet, but we'll be doing public informational meeting, a feed, you know, kind mm-hmm. of a community focused meeting, where we'll be inviting the general public. So uh, we'll utilize our traditional resources such as the radio okay. uh, to get the word out. But uh, people who are interested can go to the city's website, uh, www.baxtermn.gov and look at updates where we have under news. And mm-hmm. once we have a date, uh, we'll utilize that as well as our Facebook page to get the word out. Okay. The second component of it is yes. is there's a commitment from the city council to establish a dog park in 2024. Oh, so would that be something new to the city of Baxter for some, non-dog owners who wouldn't it, be in the know? Exactly. Nice. Uh, we have yet to, uh, to provide facilities for our our four-legged friends. Of course, they're family uh, too. But <laughs> there, there is, like, as I indicated, an emphasis, and so yeah. we've con- we're we're working with Widseth to to do a similar process to the to the Oscar Christopherson Master Plan. Okay. Is with the dog park, we don't know the right location. We have several parks uh-huh. within the, within the city. Which park is most appropriate? What amenities should be within the dog park and things of that nature. So similarly to Oscar Christofferson, we will be having a public meeting. Bring your uh, four-legged friends with you, right? (laughs) Well, unfortunately, they're not allowed in City Hall. Maybe not. Dog on it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But but in that context, um, we'll be going through a similar public process and looking for public input as to location and amenities within the park. Okay. And are we looking at a timeline on that one at all? Basically, Same. trying to yeah, trying to go through the process in the early part of the winter, so December, January, mm-hmm. hoping February, March, we're coming back to the council with a recommendation for mm-hmm. their consideration. So, um, as I indicated, Oscar Christofferson is is a capital layout for mm-hmm. many years. You're right. The dog park would we'll be looking to do the capital investment in 2024. So okay. that one will have a more of immediate visual impact you know, yeah. results that the general public will see but but yeah but both are of a priority for the count for the city so that's great dog park incoming we love it all right uh speaking of animals uh hunting we've got some hunting uh and apparently some things that have changed when it comes to hunting within i guess i guess you want to say in baxter but i'll have you explain it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so obviously we're in the middle of hunting season and yes. uh, the various uh Types of hunting goes on through the end of the year, uh, but uh, earlier this year, the city council adopted an uh, or an updated ordinance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that new ordinance, along with other pertinent information about hunting in Baxter, uh, is laid out on our city website. Uh, again, www.baxtermn.gov. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who are interested in knowing what the changes are can do that by clicking uh, hunt under the I want to ribbon on the homepage okay. um, to find out more details. But primarily, uh, 
our police department, or in particular Chief Exted, is working with an interest group in improving hunting within the city of Baxter. Really? Last year, we in- implemented uh, people who hunt in Baxter, because it could be on public or private land. Okay. Um, to obtain a permit from the city so we know where you know people are intending to hunt and yeah. things of that nature so we can keep an eye on, on uh, any activities or know general areas if there's something that happens that we can respond quickly things of that yeah, nature absolutely um but they've incorporated additional changes this year uh there's a new category uh for areas in which can be hunted is managed ar- archery uh for those are areas near the urban core okay, yep. uh, that are still forested. Yep. Uh, so think of the area to the east of Camp Vanasic, um, oh, sure. Whipple Beach Recreational Area. Mm. Um, those opening up to archery, but managed, so meaning that they've gone through a training course and things uh-huh. of that nature. They uh-huh. take a test. They know what they're doing <laughs> they when they're, they're in doing that area. Because okay, for the proximity to the urban area sure. is making sure that we're keeping everyone safe those that are hunting as well as those that are, are utilizing the property yeah. for rec- other recreational opportunities. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, in a nutshell, mm-hmm. requires a permit within the city of Baxter, okay. regardless if that's privately owned or publicly Public. owned property. Okay. Um, and just a reminder that all hunting within the city, regardless of the type of property, mm-hmm. is regulated under the Minnesota DNR rules. That's right. Um, but I encourage anybody who is interested in learning more about hunting opportunities or where it can be done or the type of weapon that can be utilized mm-hmm. uh, while hunting uh, can find that on the city's website at yeah. www.baxtermn.gov. And we strongly encourage that you know the rules before you head on out. Exactly. It's a good idea. All right. Uh, Brad, I know we've been hearing about this. Uh, Cities, excuse me, setting their preliminary levies right now. Where do we sit with the city of Baxter? Yeah, so back at the end of September, the city adopted the preliminary levy for 2024 Mm -hmm. uh, at just a little bit under $8.9 million, which is a 7.1% increase over this year. That, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the city's preliminary capacity also grew from 16.1 to 17.9. Mm. That growth will offset a portion of the levy increase. Okay. Um, we just don't know what that is right now, right. but we we saw that residential and commercial valuations increase about 7.5 to 7.6% respectively. Okay. And so we know that there's an increase in valuations that will lessen the impact on, on a lot of property owners as... Um, we look at how the taxes are, are divvied out. Distribute out, out. Yep. yep. Yep, okay. So uh, do want to note that uh, property, uh, preliminary property tax uh, statements for notices for 2024 should be sent out relatively soon, kind of showing what that means for okay. the city of portion portion of the taxes. Yep. Obviously, the statement, as we know it as truth and taxation, has that broken out for each of the the public entities that, that tax yep. uh, and what that You'll see it, yeah. <laughs> Percentages are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are inviting anybody, uh, public, anybody in the public, to attend the truth and taxation meeting uh, that we uh, will be having on December fourth at six p.m. at City Hall. For if they want to learn more about that, if there's any inquiries between now and then, they also have the uh, ability to contact City Hall and talk to the finance director or myself. Gotcha. All right. And now the preliminary levy, as we've mentioned in the past, it can come down, but it can't It can't go up higher than that. Correct. correct? Okay. Correct. You know, with the preliminary it. tax, it's a ceiling. Yeah. But as as of every day, we continue to look over the budget and determine mm-hmm. areas in which can be 
adjusted based upon real-time numbers. Sure. And so that meeting on December 4th, when is the final levy due? Uh, the so. final levy has to be approved by the end of the year. End of the year. Okay. However, our, our <laughs> we are intending to adopt the levy at the first council meeting uh, in December. December. Okay. Which is, I believe, the 7th. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. December 4th, 6 p.m. at City Hall if you want to be. Or no, I, I apologize. Yes. Tuesday, December 5th. Tuesday, December 5th. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the Truth and Taxation meeting, the 4th at 6 p.m. There and we go. And review and approval of the... 24 budget gotcha. the following day, yes. Okay. <laughs> We've got all that now. Okay. Um, and I know, uh, Brad, before we let you go, uh, you wanted to do a little clarification. Uh, there was a, um, an article recently released, and you just wanted to set a little clarification with uh, some of the debris removal or trees and bushes and grass clippings and that kind of thing. Uh, what's what's the story? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've had the privilege to utilize Mike's Tree Service mm-hmm. the last three years for our grass and leaf uh uh, disposal, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, grass clipping and leaf disposal. Uh, before that, we were doing that at Hengels, and prior to that, it was on city property near our public works facility. Um, but uh, the last three years has been with Mike's Tree Service, cool. and with that initial contract, uh, it did include brush and branches. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we've discussed, a, a new three-year contract um, due to cost, Mike's Tree Service. Mm-hmm had identified if we were to carry that forward, we would need to pay $4 a yard. Um, gotcha. The, new, the newspaper article provided indication that they were no longer going to be doing that. However, they are doing it, but it's for a fee. Okay. I just want to provide So you're that. on your own for that portion Correct. of it. Correct. And, and I just want to make that clarification gotcha. uh, that Mike Street Service is still collecting it, yes. but it does come at, at a, a rate that a property owner will have to pay to do that. Okay. It was historically been the responsibility of the property owner, but for the first contract with Mike's Tree Service, mm-hmm. it was included. Gotcha. The cost of doing that was too much to a point where the tree company or the company had to pull back a pull, little bit. Pull, not just pull back, well, but say that they had to, we, the city as a client had mm-hmm. to incur the fee. And so we went back to the same scenario that we were prior to mm-hmm. Mike's Tree Service, which is the resident or the owner of the property is responsible for that. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's a good clarification. Good to note. So they're still doing it, but you're on your own for that part. All right. Uh, Brad, anything else that we need to add before we let you back over to City Hall? (laughs) No. No. I believe I've covered everything I intended to bring up today. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you being here as always, and hopefully we'll see you again next month. Thank you. We'll see you then. Thank you. Brad Chapoulis, the Baxter City Administrator. I'm Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, you can listen to Community Focus anytime on our website, 1067wjjy.com, or through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.